welcome everybody to the Cross Point Church Scripture Podcast. Um, appreciate you guys always being along for the ride. Um, without our listeners, this would not be worth doing. So, so appreciate you guys being here. Um, we love and value the scriptures um, here at Cross Point Church, and this podcast is just a simple way to try to add to that and shine some light on the scriptures. Um, as you may or may not know, um, our three points of light on this podcast are context is king. Uh, what was the original author intending for his original audience? Can we see Jesus in this verse? And then we try, just like that um, beautiful, the, I don't know what they called it when you were growing up, Easton, but it, for us, it was just called seasoned salt. Did you guys have seasoned salt? Uh, I have like a giant thing of seasoned salt. Seasoned salt. We can't, my, my wife can't eat without throwing some seasoned <laughs> exactly. salt on something. Well, we can't do the scripture podcast without a healthy sprinkling of seasoned salt what in the world am i talking about well i don't know what happened to you but we used to get this large container of seasoned salt from all these to this day i don't know what was in it other than than salt but there was something else and like easton is indicating when you put it on popcorn when you Mm. put it in ramen's noodles when you sprinkled it on macaroni and cheese when you put it on over easy eggs and i could go on you could put it on pizza all that happened is it just became more itself you may also know it as like uh, Cajun seasoning is often what it's called. Not in my house. Well, anyway, seasoned salt. And so what do I mean by that? <laughs> On Scripture Podcast, we put some seasoned salt in it. And by that, I just mean this is not a crabby show for crabby people. Mm. We just try to be ourselves and see, try to look at what, how the Scripture can apply given its context and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. um, welcome in. And if you just are like, dude, I like your show just when you guys kind of kid around it. I just hate it. Then, you know, mute it. I love, you're loved. Just mute it and it's okay. Hmm. But just and but just stick around for the scripture part. But if you like seasoned salt, then grab your bottle because we're going to sprinkle it on this morning. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the verse of the day today that we're going to take a look at comes from Luke chapter 6, verse 36. Um, Jesus is speaking here. It's actually a part of a long, um, I'm not sure what to call it. Well, it comes after the Beatitudes. Okay, so if you guys have heard like, the Sermon on the Mount, and then in Luke, you kind of have a, a, a similar occurrence. It's not the same one being recorded differently. It's a different talk by Jesus, and some people call it the Sermon on the Plain, but I don't know if that's helpful because back then, plain would have been a, a flat area, but these days people are thinking of Jesus in business class um, sharing something with the neighbor next to him in the seat, but that's not the, that's not the context here, Easton, to put it even lightly. All right, so anyway, there's a long speech here, and it all fits together. And this is, honestly, this is kind of towards the tail end of it. Mm -hmm. 6 and 36 is getting towards the tail end of it. And um, Jesus is completing a thought here, you know, a long one. So I like that. So the verse reads in the ESV, it says, Be merciful even as your Father is merciful. Be merciful even as your Father is merciful. So that's pretty cool. Um, It's... As a verse of the day, it's already pretty usable as long as you have some Christian biblical background on you and you kind of understand what's being said there. Um, you might be this morning struggling with somebody who's made, made you mad or offended you or bothered you or something like that or made you feel bad about yourself and you're sitting there like, oh Lord, please help me with this. I could imagine this verse helping you alone as it just says, be merciful even as your father is merciful. Okay. Um, It's split into two in a very helpful way. So the first part is a command, be merciful. And then comma, even as your father is merciful. So it's a command and then a how and why. 
Like, how can I forgive this person? Well, you can get the inner resources to forgive this person and the context to forgive this person by remembering mm-hmm. how your Father in Heaven is merciful mm-hmm. and has been merciful to you. So you don't just have to do it. You need to do it because and with the help of the fact that you need to forgive because you've been forgiven. So mm-hmm. just in that amount of uh, context is already helpful. What do they say? Seven times 70? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So get out your calculator. No. After that 490th time, Dump they're em. done. That's for another scripture podcast. So here he says, be merciful even as your father is merciful. All right. So first of all, um, the original audience here, This uh, the larger context, Gospel of Luke, um, prequel. You guys thought Star Wars made it up, but no. Hmm. This is a prequel to the book of Acts. Um, so what, J- what Luke is doing is he was investigating and interviewing and writing down. Uh, the story of Jesus's life from eyewitnesses and other people and his life and ministry. So he's writing it down, the gospel of Luke from his birth, life, ministry, death on the cross and resurrection. And then Luke himself was a part of the early church and he narrates um, the history of the early church in the book of Acts. So it's the continuing acts of Jesus and his apostles and the Holy Spirit. So that's the larger context that these things are being written so that you can know Jesus, know his teaching, know his life, and, and come to believe in him. So that's the larger context. And then a uh, little bit smaller but still kind of large is what we already said. Um, this is a exposition by Jesus, a sermon on the plane, if you will, of um, kind of the heart of his teaching, the heart of his life and his teaching. He really gets into a lot of stuff like judging other people, loving your enemies, pronouncing woes on people who don't get it, who think they do but don't. Um, The Beatitudes, which if you're familiar with that word, if you're not here, it's stuff like, blessed are you uh, who are poor for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now for you shall be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now for you shall laugh. Okay, that sort of stuff. Blessed are you. So it starts there, it goes on. So it's kind of a systematic building one thing on another. Of, G- of the heart of Jesus's teaching. And we uh, get to this part, which is basically a teaching, a powerful teaching. I'm telling you guys, if you're looking for a good part of the Bible, man, you could definitely do worse than going here to Luke chapter six, because um, the now the smaller context of our verse starts basically in verse 27, okay? He opens it up. Um, he pronounces woe on these people. He says, hey, if you're full now, you'll be hungry later. Laugh now, you'll be weeping later. Woe to you when all people speak well of you, for so their fathers did to the false prophets. That's verse 26. So Jesus is saying, basically he kind of outlines this life, these woes. If you're rich, you've received your consolation, 24. 25, woe to you. You think you're full now, you'll be hungry later. If you laugh now, you'll mourn and weep later. 26, woe to you when all people speak well of you, for so their fathers did to the false prophets. So Jesus is warning. There's so much we could say there, but the the bottom line for our context here is Jesus is warning about this life centered on looking out for number one, looking out for yourself, trying to be the top, trying to be the star, trying to be the center, trying to be always right. That's not the way of Jesus. It's not the way of the Holy Spirit. So he pronounces woes on those things, and that's why in verse 27 he says, but, okay? He's trying to say, in contrast to that, in deep contrast to looking out for yourself, but I say to you, 27, who hear, 
love your enemies. You see how counterproductive that is, countercultural, counterproductive. If you're trying to look out for yourself and be powerful and influence people, then loving people who hate you is a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. It's counterproductive. Mm-hmm. So Jesus in 27, but I say to you here, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. To one who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also, and from one who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who begs from you, and from one who takes away your goods, do not demand them back. And as you wish that others would do to you, do so to them. Golden rule. And this is talking about more than just like a, it's really easy to love like a a kid or like somebody who is like, <laughs> like a, if you have a coworker or mm-hmm. like a, uh, you know, you're somebody else's boss and they don't like you, mm-hmm. it's really easy to show quote unquote, like mercy, like, mm-hmm. hello, but it's, mm-hmm. it's difficult to do that to somebody who's like, you're equal to your boss who might be a jerk mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's uh, definitely, uh, keep in mind it's talking about the hard part of it oh this is oh yeah as easton is is hinting at this is the complete undoing and reversing of everything that seems basically obvious to most human beings like Mm -hmm. when people hate you and try to get you either try to get them and hate them too or at the very least get away from them yeah it is very weird for Jesus to say, no, love and serve them. It's not about being the bigger person, Mm-mm. so to no, speak. No, no, no. It's about taking the high road even when you are mm. in a, uh, I don't know what to call it. If you're an RC car on a highway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. And, and yeah, it's not like ignoring people you don't like as you would ignore a bad smell. Mm-hmm. It's so much worse than that. It's like embracing them and, and trying to help and love. And yeah. Okay. 32, if you love those who love you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. Oh, there's just so much I could say, but we've got to keep moving. 33, and if you do good to those who do good to you, I think there's a little bit what Easton was hinting at. If you do good to those who do good to you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those from whom you expect to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to get back the same amount. But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return. <laughs> if you're not getting kind of like disoriented and, and, and a little crabby hearing all this, and I would say you're not hearing it with seriousness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, lending, expecting nothing in return. And your reward will – Okay. We're about ready to turn a corner. So all this stuff that comes before, it, it to me, if, if, as long as you're not even just like openly hostile to it, or you're like you don't understand it, that's good. You're like, dude, I have no idea what you're talking about, and and that's okay with me. Or option B could be open hostility, like f- like forget. That. I would never live like that. Like I definitely understand what you're saying, and no, it's not for me. So I understand that reaction too. But if on the third one. So a lot of you, if you've if you found your way to Cross Point Church Scripture Podcast, then my guess is that that the reaction you might have would be the one I'm having, which is you're hearing it and you're putting it in the yes, it would be nice if I could do that mm-hmm. pile, but not like I'm go- I can and I am going to do this, but it's more like yeah, that sounds nice. Maybe that's the way heaven is. 
Mm. But what's difficult, man, what's difficult is this is chapter 6 of Luke. It would be a lot easier if this was like the last chapter in Luke. We could try to file this like Jesus was just saying, you know, I'll see you guys again when I return, and then you'll be like this. But unfortunately, this is this, along with the Sermon on the Mount which in Matthew, which is very similar to a lot of this, these are like marching orders from Jesus. This is like, I'm here, and this is the way we do things now. And if you follow me, this is your way. Yeah. There's just no easy escape from it, okay, because of the context. So... Okay, and and so if you're filing in the that would be nice, then I don't know all the reasons why you're doing that, but I could only speak to mine, so here it is. I Sometimes I really want to love people who hate me, and not in just some general way. I mean, right when it's happening, like the few examples that Easton gave, the boss, the, mm-hmm. the spouse, the family member, and they're like on your case and in your face, and it's not a joke, and, and it's hard, okay? At those times, I would like to, but I don't have the inner strength. I don't have, whatever mm-hmm. was there to get to let me do that is not there. Mm-hmm. And I think so the, I think, and it doesn't really it doesn't matter a whole lot what I think, but this this chapter and what Je- well, let's put it this way, what Jesus is trying to communicate to his original hearers here is that when you if you don't have the inner resources to love those who hate you, then you don't know what God has done for you. You're not thinking or considering at that time the new position and reality that your relationship to Jesus Christ has put you. Okay, some high-flown language there, but let's let's get back to the verse, verse 35. But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return. And you might go, why, how, <laughs> you know? No. <clears throat> Yeah, and that's why he turns a corner right there. Land, expect nothing in return. Your reward and your reward will be great. Now wait a minute. Now where is this reward coming from? You know, all of a sudden I'm seeing something. So I can't speak for you, but there's a lot of times I don't want to come to work, and I'll give you guys all a minute to absorb the shock. Wow, Easton, are you okay? Hmm. I'm not sure, dude. There are some times when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, man, I do not want to go to work you know mm-hmm. i'd want i want to goof off yeah but one of the things so there's a lot of things that motivate me but one of them is i get paid to work yeah that's a good motivator it comes in as a deeper motivation so i'm like highly motivated to put on my um scooby-doo slippers and get get some snacks mm-hmm. together and turn on netflix but what helps me fight against that is the idea is I need to get paid, man. I need my paycheck. So I it deeply motivates me to overcome these lesser motivations and go, okay? So that's what Jesus is not piling on a bunch of rules that you have to follow and then just going good luck to you. He's he's he is referencing your new relationship to God. And, and showing you what it'll look like when you begin to live as though it's true. So he's saying, look, love your enemies and do good and lend, expect nothing in return. Why should you? Because your reward will be great and you will be sons of the Most High. The Most High is capitalized. He means God. Mm-hmm. And he's saying that you now are children of God. Your future is secure in him. He loves you. You yourself have been forgiven for all of not only your misdeeds, but even who you are you've been forgiven for. 
you belong to God. Any No one can do any kind of da- irreparable damage to you because your Father in Heaven owns everything, is the master of this universe, is your creator, loves you deeply, let, will have this man who is talking, Jesus, the Son of God, will be crucified for you to usher you into his family. Death has been defeated on your behalf. Sins are forgiven. Hell is defeated. The grave is defeated. Satan is disarmed for you. You are sitting at the at the very epicenter of blessing and love and grace. And so this, though this life is hard and you may have enemies, dude, you can afford to let it go. You can afford to love those who hate you because you have been f- made fantastically well off and blessed beyond all imagination you just need to keep increasingly realizing that so it makes a difference you see he says you will be sons of the most high for he is kind to the ungrateful and evil and that's why that's how we get into 36 be merciful so jesus is kind of winding up what he's saying when people do evil to you, pour mercy on them because and only because and by the power of the fact that your Father has been merciful to you. So that's why I bring up that whole back context because a verse like 36 can really put these unbearable burdens on your back and just say, look, dude, you just need to be so much more loving than you are. And it's just so defeating and hard and just uh but then when you know no jesus is referencing the relationship over and over again and then saying be merciful it could just stop there be merciful or else but instead it says be merciful verse 36 even as your father's merciful so the christian life is not go out and try to be like jesus the christian life is realize who jesus has been to you and in response and trust and faith in that, go out and be different than you used to be. Mm-hmm. Be merciful and show mercy because you've been shown mercy. And uh, the context after that is important, but he starts a whole nother big um, thought there. So we'll just have to not get into it. But 37, judge not and you'll not be judged. Ooh, that's an episode there. <laughs> that verse needs an episode. Easton, you levitated a few <laughs> inches above your chair when I said that. Uh. Okay. Well, the what I'll, I'll quickly point out is is my whole thing here where God is not telling you to do all this stuff full stop, but instead of saying new relationship equals you can do all these things that I'm telling you based on the relationship you now have with God. I'm saying you can check that out through the rest of this and just just the one for instance without getting heavy into it look at 37 it says judge not and it could say full stop so just don't judge anyone but instead it says judge not and you will not be judged condemn not and you will not be condemned forgive and you will be forgiven give and it will be given to you good measure pressed down shaken together running over will be put into your lap Mm -hmm. for with the measure you use it will be measured back to you so the entire context the feel is look at how awesome god has been to you and what your life will look like in response to that blessing okay that Mm -hmm. mercy that love that forgiveness i think uh when it says uh, you must be compassionate or you must be merciful or uh just as your father is uh i think 
it makes me think of Romans 5, 8, where it says uh, God demonstrates his own love for us. Uh, while we were sinners, Christ died for us. Yes. It doesn't mean be merciful to somebody, you know, the next day, like mm-hmm, after mm-hmm. the argument's over, because like God died for you while Bingo. you were looking at what you shouldn't look at, while you were talking to somebody that's not your wife, Bingo. while you, you know, in the middle of it. That's right. That's right, man. And I love the word there. <clears throat> there's only, there's only one reason to demonstrate something for someone it's like because you're trying to show them how to do it or you're Mm -hmm. trying to sell it to them you know let me come in your house and dump coal dust on your white carpet so that i can demonstrate the vacuum Mm -hmm. so can i easton tomorrow do that yeah all right so i'll (laughs) be over but in the meantime god demonstrates his love for us i mean i just love that and it leads us into the can we see jesus in these verses so verse 36 be merciful even as your father is merciful jesus and hear me i i think i don't i don't think this is complicated i don't mean it to be it's big but it's not complicated so hear me can we see jesus in these verses well look at this be merciful even as your father is merciful you could reasonably ask well well how is god in heaven merciful what, what does it look like for, for the creator of the whole universe to be merciful? And you can and from the Bible, you can kind of hear this answer. Glad you asked. Because from Genesis to Revelation, you get a deep and real and relentless and detailed look at the holiness and righteousness and therefore the offense and anger towards sin and unrighteousness of God. You get this huge detailed look, and in the midst of it and along with it and just as powerful, you get a detailed description and a and a huge thousands of year long look at what the mercy of God looks like, and then it gets focused just like you used to use a magnifying glass to use the sun to burn ants up. Mm-hmm. Did you ever do that, Easton? Confession uh, time. Yeah. I, I never did it to ants because they move too fast. For my my magnet didn't I or my uh, magnifying glass didn't magnifying do it that glass. good. I did burn like some socks and socks some, and leaves and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So just as you use that to focus the light into a ray that was so intense it causes smoke, that's Jesus Christ. Jesus is the intensely focused mercy of God. So when you go and you read through the Gospels, in Jesus' life, his birth, his life, his teaching, the way he interacted with people, his death, his resurrection, when you look at every part of Jesus Christ, you are looking at the living, a living, breathing demonstration of the mercy of God. Okay, so be merciful even as your father is merciful is, as you might say, kind of a motto or life purpose statement for Jesus. Jesus is the mercy of God. So it's just so much neat stuff there. I can't. Yeah. I don't. I want. I'm excited, but I gotta. I gotta calm down. So, mm-hmm. so be merciful even as your father is merciful. Can you see Jesus in these verses? The only thing I can say is yes. Yeah. 
All right, friends, I appreciate you um, tuning in. Um, love to have you here on the Crosspoint Church Scripture Podcast. Um, as we've said in other episodes, um, your comments on what you like and what is helpful to you and what you'd like to see are so valuable to us. So leave those comments and just let us know, like, oh, this would be valuable, or oh, I like this, or this is helpful, or, you know, these episodes are about three times as long as they need to be, <laughs> or, <laughs> dude, can you make each one three hours? You know, so whatever, however you're feeling, let us know. Now, can I promise to do everything you're asking me to do? No, I can't. But we, it's neat to get the idea of how you guys out there and yeah. are feeling and what you'd like to see. Yeah. If it grows, maybe, maybe that uh, reality Crosspoint Scripture TV show comes into play. <laughs> well, I say let it grow. You ever seen the Lorax, uh, mm-hmm. Easton, the movie? Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I say let it grow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, okay, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. <laughs>